When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning. Welcome to hour two of the Donna and Steve experience. On my talk, 1071, everything entertainment, like music news. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. All righty then. Woo. Hey. We the best music. <laughs> Another one. Anything else? Uh, sorry. Right. Do you know any DJ Khaled songs? I don't. Does he have a song where he, I guess Sings? he just sort of produces, huh? And then says. Are you asking me? We the best music. Another one. It just seems like he's so rich. You know? It sure does. Seems like Steve. he's fun. He'd be fun. If he was in this room right now, he'd fun this place up a little bit. He seems inspirational. We the best music. <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. He I would like to see him collaborate with Jelly Roll. Who also seems very nice and positive. Yeah. Speaking of jelly rolls, Donna, starting a new plan tomorrow. Okay, I'll tell you about don't it tomorrow. grab the base of your abdomen and roll it around <laughs> like that. Or, well, you didn't roll it around, but you. I don't want to see you rub in circular motions the base of your abdomen. It just feels vulnerable to me. True. <laughs> well, for me, I was watching it. Oh. All right. Anyway, you're doing great. Thanks. I'm, I'm happy. That you're getting on a plan because that means whatever I say isn't going to be as annoying to you. As long as you're on this plan, I can come in and say, oh, I exercised and did this. Or, oh, I just tried a new smoothie. And you're going to be vibing with me. Not exactly. All right. But maybe. We'll find out. Anyway, came across a list. This is a list um, of... 50 must-see spots. This is from ultimateclassicrock.com. And what they're saying is it's a list that every fan needs to see. So, like, Graceland. Yeah, right. Graceland. Uh, Paisley Park. Been to both of those. I just drove past Paisley this morning, and I didn't know they had a little purple sign up that says, this is the Prince Rogers Memorial Highway. I had never noticed that Uh, sign before. It's it's newish. It is newish. Um... Like, I don't know if this is on the list or not, but the Stone Pony in Asbury Park. Been there. I don't know what that is. That's where Springsteen would got his start. Oh, cool. 
You don't know anything. Donna, I know. All right, sorry. Uh, How about the Apollo Theater in New York City? Oh, yeah. I used to watch Showtime at the Apollo. It feels like it would come late at night on a Saturday, like after SNL. Yeah, I think you're right. Come out, rub the wood stump. And then the, uh, what? You would. (laughs) What? What? We don't have to get personal. PMI. You're such a pervert. <laughs> what are you talking you, about? <laughs> no. Stump. Rubbing the Listen, wood stump. No, here's the thing. There was a little wooden stump, as I recall, and then people would come out and they would rub it before they walked on stage. Okay. Look at this. Okay. I'm pretty sure. And then, yeah, then you go out and perform, and then it's ruthless. At the Apollo, you either get clapped, or if one person thinks that your act is just beat, oh, they just then they start doing wop, 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 and they, they throw their hands back and forth and do this wop, wop, and then you just get wop, wopped right off. And then the, the, the MC has to come out, and they're like, sorry, you got wop, wopped. <laughs> the tree okay. of hope. Oh, there it is. Okay. Thanks, E. Does it appear like a little wooden it's stump? a little wooden stump. Thank you. Gives the exact inches, but I'm not going to give that because it just feels awkward at this point. Thank you. Yeah, I know. It's Donna's fault. It's, well, you're the one who said it. Oh, yeah. They've rubbed like freaking crap out of this thing. This one guy looks like he's trying to start a fire. What? I don't get it. Like, what is that thing? It's just like uh, good luck. You know, superstition. Hey. Does it go way, way back? It must. Mike, can you look up the look history up, of yeah. the Tree of Hope? I know it's an elm tree. Um. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Boy, I tell you what, drive down the highway. Look how many dead trees are out there. There are a lot of dead trees. Don't oh even my get me gosh. started. Wait a minute. How about this? You know, on the way to the XL Energy Center? Yes. Um, speaking of landmarks, right? We love seeing a good show there. Kirks and Donnie or whoever we saw. Brooks and Dunn. On the way out there, I pass, there's this stretch. When you're driving along the river, you know, like off of like uh, at 35E, and then I forget the name of the street that it's, you're going to be uh, on. You know uh, what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you take that one. Along you take the it, river. and then, yes. Oh my God! Now we have to know what's the name of that street. It's not Ide Mill Road. No, Ide Mill. Nope. It's uh, Shepherd. Yes. Okay. Yes. Got it. Okay. When you're driving along Shepherd down toward the X, um, heading I guess east, it is an unbelievable. There's there's a stretch of trees all along the right hand side. That all are dead. These are boulevard trees. The ones on the left are alive. The ones on the right are totally dead. I think it's because their root system and they're the same tree that their root system got connected and they all got disease and spread it to each other. That's my best guess. But it is a row of probably 40 dead trees. Wow. Dead, Donna. I'm so sorry. Dead. Yeah, well, come to my yard at the cabin. Everything's dead. It looks like a... Freaking, who's the guy who does the Nightmare Before Christmas? It looks like it's straight out of a Tim Burton movie. <laughs> like everything is just like mangled and brown. Oh, no. Yeah, it's a whole city. That's a bummer. Did we find anything out about the Tree of Hope? I believe there was a line of trees outside the Apollo. Then they were taken down at one point in 1934. And then they were chopped up and given out as souvenirs. Oh, and this is a, one of those trees cool. that were the closest to the door. Okay, Thank you, Mike. Cute. That's, that's fun. cool. All right. Anyway, should I get back to my list? Well, if you, let's get a few more landmarks in. Uh, Electric Lady Studios in New York City. Buddy Guy's Legends in... Chi-Town, Illinois. I don't know what any of these are. 
the Bob Dylan Center in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Uh, Whiskey a go go in LA. Sure. Been? No. Okay. Been past it. I think it's on Sunset. Well, I'll give you that. That sounds about right. Anyway, <laughs> that would be a fun thing to do. Like, as a, you know, some people want to go visit every baseball stadium in the U.S. This would be something cool to do. Yeah. If you're a big music fan. I like those. Themed travel is fun. You know, yeah. I, I have buddies who, they, they uh, aren't doing a baseball tour. They're doing a, sort of ironically, a Rust Belt tour. So they're mean? like, let's just go to cities like Cleveland or Pittsburgh or, you know, various cities that are like sort of between the East Coast and the Midwest, blue collar towns. Sure. Okay. Let's go there. Kick around their town. If we can see a baseball game while we're there, great. But the driving, just like not the glamorous cities. Let's just go to some other cities. Check out the beer that they've got on tap in these cities. That sounds terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you do that when you've got all these cool cities you could visit? To be different? Nobody wants to go to Cincinnati. Come on. I mean, really. (laughs) And then you like have to dig a little deeper and find out what's going on in the natty. Okay. You enjoy that. Okay. Uh, Donna, thank you for that. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll link this list up for everybody at mytalk1071.com. Okay. Hey, I want to know. Uh, we'll take your call, 651-641-1071. Have you ever blown a surprise? Mm. Maybe you accidentally revealed the gender of a baby that you knew before the gender reveal. Uh, there was an actual surprise party. Somebody was getting somebody a gift. Somebody was going to be taking them on a trip. You ever blown a surprise? We'd love it if you would call us, 651-641-1071. Why? Because I read an article about the moment in that show, Jury Duty, that people were talking oh, about yeah, a couple yeah, months yeah. ago, that James Marsden thought he screwed up the whole show. Oh, I want to hear that. We'll tell you about that. When we come back, Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Donna slowly making her way back in. Oh, you, you start a program tomorrow, so we're getting in our gummy bears and our Twixes now. Exciting. I feel kind of forced into this. No, the candy? No. Yeah. No, I, I, it wasn't, I didn't force you. I invited you. I invited you. What, don't spit the gummy oh, bears out. Late. What are you just going to, you know what you could do? You could just suck on it, then I'm, spit it out. Some people like to like, it wasn't Chrissy Teigen saying she used to just like lick Doritos or something. Yeah, I used to try that too. Like, when just does it- chew something, then spit it out. Listen. Yeah, I wonder if you sucked it's- on, like, a Tootsie Roll, let's say, which I think is an underrated candy. Oh, no, it's way overrated. That is a terrible candy. But if I never took my teeth to it, never chewed it, never swallowed it, would I enjoy it? It No. That's garbage candy, like the Oreo is a garbage cookie. Well, I agree with you about the Oreo, but I've always been a big fan of the Tootsie Roll. I like a big, long Tootsie Roll. You know, like you can get like the eight inch Tootsie Roll. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And it's good. Sure. Comes in that little white cardboard. Oh, yeah. yeah like yeah. it's like being packaged. You know, what's good is the um, he's the gift that keeps on giving, isn't he? Oh, yes. um, you know, what's really good uh, is the white Tootsie Rolls and the, the flavor oh, Tootsie Rolls. God, that is barf. That oh, is when dear. Tootsie Roll jumped the shark with that garbage. Donna. What do you want from me? We usually get along with this stuff. All right, I got a, I got a thing I got to get to. All right. 
James Marsden, there was a funny little write-up about this. I saw this in Entertainment Weekly. Um, I believe it was the producer of the show sitting down doing an interview and said that there was a moment where James Marsden thought that he ruined the 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 whole prank, the surprise of that show, Jury Duty, which was on Amazon Freebie. And uh, they, they had a jury. There was one guy named Ronald who great. was the only guy who didn't know that the whole thing was a setup. Everybody else, they were just actors. He thought he was really they were that they were doing a reality show on this jury, and so uh, in that jury was actor James Marsden, who you know turns out even actors have to go and serve jury duty, so that's how they get away with it. Very fun show. Um, it was so good. I really prank, enjoyed that. Great reveal at yeah. the end of the show yeah. too from the judge. Really great. But anyway, James Marsden said that there was a time that he thought he had ruined the whole thing. It was when they were planting the fake uh, poo. Oh, my. That was so In the toilet. Oh, my God. That was so bad. And they put a lot of it there. And then, like, the (laughs) toilet wouldn't flush. The room stinks. (laughs) James is embarrassed. They need a plumber. So this is just one of the stunts that they did in the midst of this. Of course, Ronald comes in and helps because he's, like, just this helpful guy. But he said, uh, the the producer said, Marston was, was spraying more and more this poo scent. <laughs> He's like, I don't think it smells enough. He's spraying more and more. And then right before Ronald came back in, he was like, it doesn't smell enough. So he sprayed a little bit more right on the door frame. Later that <laughs> night, they had the room professionally cleaned. They said, we didn't want Ronald to be in this gross room. But that night, the showrunner, the producer of the show said, I get a text from James Marston in the middle of the night. And he's like, oh my God. I'm really worried. I think I sprayed some of that liquid poo right onto the door frame. And what if they didn't clean the door frame? And then Ronald realizes it and he smells that on the door frame. And he then puts it all together and it's like, wait, this this is a setup. Because there were times that Ronald would say, I feel like I'm on a reality show. And then they would yes, scrap right. whatever they had planned for the rest of the day. Yes. And they would say, we're just doing normal, boring courtroom stuff yes. to get them off the scent. No pun intended. That's funny. We asked our uh, listeners if they had uh, ever spoiled a surprise. You ever accidentally let it out of the bag a little too soon? Mm. And a couple brave souls have called in. 651-641-1071 if you've spoiled a surprise. Who should we go to first? Uh, What do you think, Mike? Let's go to Claire. All right. Hey, Claire. You're on the uh, Don and Steve experience. How are you? I'm great. Oh, good. We're happy that you're here. So tell us about a time that you spoiled a surprise. So this was for my best friend's wedding. I flew out to Stockholm for the event, and I got there a couple days before. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The wedding dates were in logistics mode. There's bridesmaids everywhere making bouquets. And one of my tasks was to take over the bride's cell phone for a bit to kind of handle the phone calls. And I receive a phone call on this cell phone that says, hey, everything's good to go for your, uh, your Ferrari rental. And so oh. I'm, just, I'm in go mode, and I shout in the household, like in front of everybody, Christina, the Ferrari is good to go. Oh. What I had no idea is that this was a surprise for the groom. And, of course, he was in the room and heard this. No. And oh, his no. eyes perk up and he's all excited and she's like patrick had no idea i felt so terrible oh what do you do you know you gotta you gotta tell people ahead of time right yeah. exactly. you know but you know donna said that she's the bride she's got a busy week okay yeah so then that you know what though claire there are few feelings that are worse than the moment that you realize you ruined a surprise That's that is true. a crummy feeling isn't it true Hundred percent. Oh man. Well listen, we absolve you of that. You are you're fine. Walk in no judgment. Live free today, okay? Thank you. All right, we love you, Claire. Thanks for calling in. All right, you want to go to Alan? Hey, Alan. How Alan. are you? Tell us about a time that you spoiled a surprise. Man, this happens all the time. As oh. a delivery driver. Oh people who order things for birthdays. Oh my gosh. Especially Christmas time. Yeah. Unavoidable for me. Yeah, that's He lives a that life. He lives that life. Thank you so much for your vulnerability. Uh, Alan, thank you for listening as well. You know, my my sister, I believe, screwed one up for my brother, who was surprising my sister-in-law, his wife, with a trip to New York City. And I, at some random point, I'm pretty sure she said just something along the line, oh, are you excited for the New York trip? She's like, what? Say what now? And then she realized, oh, Scott had told oh. me about this surprise. I forgot that this was a surprise. And then I said, oh, are you excited? That's a bummer. I'm so sorry. Okay. Janie says, yeah, it was New York. She said I was pregnant, though. She was pregnant at the time. So you can blame pregnant brain. But, man, yeah, that yeah, moment yeah, yeah. that moment is a real yeah. drag. It sure is, Steve. Have uh, you ever? No, I have figured out surprises. I'm very tough to surprise, but Lou did effectively surprise me a few years ago on my birthday. But other times that there has been a surprise, I, I end up just sniffing it out. If they're trying to surprise me with a gift or something like that, what I'm a she, sniffer. What did she surprise you with? Um, she just surprised me. She said nothing about the birthday that we went to uh, or that we had coming up for me. And then she said, just get in the car. And I got in the car and then they blindfolded me in the car. I rode in the trunk. It was Wait a minute. No, we did that. And then she took me. We got, I didn't get out of the car until I was inside of this escape room. And there were all friends there and their spouses were there and we were all there together. So then Aww. we played that and then we got back in. And just since they had the blindfold, they were like, put it back on. And then we arrived at the restaurant that they took us to, which was one of my favorite restaurants at the time where we got to go. And I'm forgetting the name of it right now in this moment. Oh, sounds great. But wait, I tell you what, I believe that night I said it. And I'll say it again. If you're looking to spice up your life a little bit, let somebody blindfold you and then take you somewhere. <laughs> don't, okay. 
You know, seriously, Donna, if I blindfolded you after work. Yeah, that's fun. And then I was like, all right, open your eyes. Here we are. Yeah, but it better be somewhere cool. Like a crematorium or something. (laughs) (laughs) Or Olive Garden. I don't know. I panicked. Do you know, I've only been to Olive Garden one time in my whole life. (laughs) Should I go more? I don't think you would necessarily have people saying you should go more, but it's just surprising. It's surprising. Only once, huh? Yeah, and I think I only had breadsticks and soup. Some of their best work. Yep. There you go. Uh, Do you want to play a game? Okay, sure. We'll play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge right now. 651-641-1071. That's the number to call. Bet on me or Donna. If you bet on the right person, you could win a great prize. That's next on Donna and Steve. Welcome back, Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Time to play a little game. Time to go to college. College, college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, the Big Zamboni. I want to see how smart you are. We're starting a new week, and we've got a score of 82 wins for Steve, 75 for Donna, but the comeback trail starts today with National Sisters Day. It was actually National Sisters Day yesterday, but I wanted to celebrate by uh, doing a little pop culture around uh, some sisters. I love it. It's pretty simple. I'm going to give you a uh, name of a less famous sister, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about her sister, and you just got to tell me the first and last name of her sister. Okay. It's very simple. So it's... All female? Yes. Sisters. Correct. Okay. And we've got Gail on the line to play along today. Hey, Gail. Hey, Gail. Hello. How are you? How are you? I'm excellent, thank you. Oh, this is not normal Gail who calls. This is different Gail. Hi, different Gail. Hi. It's nice to talk with you. What's going on in your... Where are you calling us from? First and foremost, give us a touch point. Well, I'm sure you don't know where I live. I am from Deer Park, Wisconsin. (sighs) Hey, we love it. Love Deer Park. Hey, how about that? Ton of deer in Wisconsin. The amount of deer fatalities along highways in Wisconsin is a crazy, Mm -hmm. crazy number. Oh, my gosh. I only know this because my brother and his wife drove from New Jersey to visit me, totaled their car in Wisconsin. I had to go pick them up. Oh. Hit a deer. Same. Yeah, really? Totaled mine in Rice Lake after a football game driving home. Yep. Wow. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's so they Googled. And yeah. I was like, I don't know, maybe twenty a year. And they were like, twenty. Nineteen thousand deer <laughs> oh my God. are killed annually in Wisconsin. Wow, that's a lot of deer. I mean, imagine how many what is that a day? I don't know. We got three hundred and sixty five days. We're not gonna do the math, but it's a lot, guys. <laughs> it's a lot, guys. So if you feel like when you're in Wisconsin, like driving out to the Dells and you're like, Boy, I feel like we've passed a lot of dead deer. You have. Anyway. Um, anyway. Um, very uplifting. Gail, sorry that we got really dark there what's going on next in your day after hopefully you win this game i am taking my daughter-in-law and my granddaughter out to lunch oh that's lovely that's really great all right uh well now it's time for you to team up with donna which really feels like the gender stereotype thing to do or on the sister's day quiz or you could team up with stevie boy i do have a sister um, I'm going to go with Donna. Okay. Good. Yay. I, I could probably use your help, Gail. All so right, stand by. All right, okay. Gail. You are bye, going Steve. on hold, Gail, as Steve works his way out of Don't here. Don't go too far, please. Thank you. 
You're my buddy, boo. Again, playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, I do need to mention that today it is brought to you by 191 Virtual Academy. You Yay. can learn more by Googling 191 Virtual Academy to help find ways to support your child's passion and purpose. Donna, are you ready to do this? I am. All right, let us get it started on National Sisters Day with this one. Famous since she was 13, Noah's sister released her eighth studio album, Endless Summer Vacation, back in March. Miley Cyrus. Robin's sister gained widespread, widespread recognition in Gossip Girl before appearing in The Town and Green Lantern. Oh no, Robin's sister. Robin? Robin's sister gained widespread recognition in Gossip Girl before appearing in The Town and Green Lantern. I do not know. Natalie's sister has won 13 Grammys, two Golden Globes, and an Oscar. 13 Grammys, two gold. Natalie. Natalie's sister has won 13 Grammys, two Golden Globes, and an Oscar. <laughs> I don't know this one. I don't know. All right. It's all right. We got, you got some help here. You got Gail on the line. So, Gail, she pr- felt pretty confident when she said Miley Cyrus on that first <laughs> one. You ready to hear the other two? I am, and I'm not convinced I'm going to be any help. I'm so sorry. Yeah, this right. is a toughie. We'll see. Robin's sister, Robin sister gained widespread recognition in Gossip Girl before appearing in The Town and Green Lantern. I'm so sorry. I don't know. Okay. Me either. Never watched any of those. And Natalie's sister has won 13 Grammys, two Golden Globes, and an Oscar. Any guess on a 13 Grammy award winning person? I, oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. I don't know. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, don't be don't sorry. sorry. Don't be sorry. You think Steve's going to know this? <laughs> we'll find out. We're going to put uh, okay. Gail back on hold. Okay, Gail is on hold. And this is a very difficult. Just so you know. Trying to be your friend. I was out there um, reading Reader's Digest. Oh, which nice. Maybe if we have a little time after the quiz, we'll do some old school Reader's Digest. Love it. Stuff. Steve, you ready to go? I guess. National Sisters Day. Again, I'm going to give you a little detail about, uh, I'm going to give you the first name of a sister of somebody who's famous, and I'll give you a little detail about that individual, and you just tell me who the famous uh, sibling is. Okay. Who the famous sister is. Are you ready? I think so. Famous since she was 13, Noah's sister released her eighth studio album, Endless Summer Vacation, back in March. Miley Cyrus. Robin's sister gained widespread recognition in Gossip Girl before appearing in The Town and Green Lantern. Ryan Reynolds? Natalie's sister has won 13 Grammys, two Golden Globes, and an Oscar. Say the numbers again. 13 Grammys, two Golden Globes, and an Oscar. Hmm. Jennifer Hudson, that's wrong. I really need okay. that middle question again. Uh, Robin's yeah. sister gained widespread recognition in Gossip Girl and before appearing in The Town. Blake Lively. And- Let's run through these answers here. We'll start off with the first one. Famous since she was 13, Noah's sister released her eighth studio album, Endless Summer Vacation, back in March. It is an incredible album, and it is Miley Cyrus. You both yep. got that right. right. Hey, yeah. good job, Donna. Woo, thanks, Steve. So far, Same it's going you. very, very well. It Let's sure is. Jump to the third one. Natalie's sister has won 13 Grammys, two Golden Globes, and an Oscar. Any 13 Grammy winners? What if I told you Natalie's last name was Germanata? Mm-mm. Really? Oh, Wait, Lady, oh Gaga. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Her sister is Natalie. Oh. And finally, Robin's sister gained widespread recognition in Gossip Girl before appearing in The Town and Green Lantern. Steve said a man's name, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> but then at the last second changed it 
to his wife the correct answer. Blake Lively, oh, nicely boo. done. Wow. At the buzzer. At the buzzer. Wow. That's okay. Oh, man. Hey, Gail, listen, you're winning the day, though, because you're going to go have uh, lunch with a couple of lovely ladies in your life. So I think yes. you, you've, yes. you've won the lottery for the day. I have. Hey, right. can I ask how old? Is it your daughter and granddaughter, did you say? It is my daughter-in-law. Yep, and my, my the grandbaby is... Uh, she'll be two in October, oh, and she's okay. going to be a big sister. In- oh, oh, congratulations. Oh, that's oh, yeah. Fun. Gosh, I was going to suggest the Barbie movie, but she's two, so that's no, not going to work. Too little. Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. Oh. Well, enjoy your lunch. I'm sorry we didn't win. That was. It's all good. Those oh. were hard questions. They yeah, were. that was a tough one. Love you, Gail. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we thank appreciate you. It. Thank you. Bye. Uh, quick tiebreaker. I, I, yeah, for fun. Sure. Yeah, for fun. <laughs> Stella, Cassie, Frida, Rachel. And Willa Dean are all sisters of this country music legend who has her own theme park in Pigeon Steve. Ford, Tennessee. Dolly Park. She also has six brothers. Wow. Wow. Eleven kids. Yeah, 11 we siblings. remember this, Anna, right? Because From Code of Many saw, Colors, yes, the, a TV the movie, movie, which again is very good. <laughs> quite enjoyable. That little girl. So good. Who plays young Dolly. Really Amazing. good. Uh, <clears throat> time now for us to go back in time. Let, not a tip. This is, we might need another, we might need an intro at some point for this because you have a lot of Reader's Digest. And uh, Donna kept a lot of old Reader's Digest. They're 30 years old. Mm-hmm. And the one I'm reading to you comes from the year 1992. And there's just a variety of things in these. Oh, yeah. There's great articles, stories. I mean, and you get quotable quotes. They made it for the crapper. You understand that it's right in the name. <laughs> Reader's Digest. Reader's Digest. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, you know, that's what they were meaning. Like, hello. Oh, my God. Right? <laughs> anyway. I never thought of it like that. I never did until just a few seconds ago. Um, I saw a section in mine of notes from all over. Toward the back of this Reader's Digest, they just have pages, and they tell you, uh, all right, this is from Japan. This is from Great Britain. Okay. Random people. So here's a here's a note from all over from Japan in 1992. The beep of a pocket pager usually sends a doctor or busy executive to a telephone. But or a drug dealer. Donna, what? dear God in heaven. <laughs> but in southwestern Japan, beepers are calling cows to their chow. Cows are being trained to head to their feeding area when the beepers dangling from their necks go off. The experiment is part of a government-funded project to test the impact of sound on cows Hmm. in an effort to develop labor-saving herding methods. Ranches in Chimane, famous for producing tender beef, have been suffering labor shortages as younger Japanese head to the cities. Huh. In 1992, Japan said, we're going to try these pagers on cows. I wonder how that went. Check in on it. All right. We'll follow up next week. Now, cold read one from Romania. Romanians have had their deepest suspicions confirmed. Their banknotes are only fit for toilet paper. The truth came to light when a student sent the Inventimal some newspaper, samples of toilet paper containing fragments of the country's currency, the loo. The National Bank revealed that it shreds five and six tons of used loo notes each week, and sends them to paper mills for recycling, sometimes into toilet paper. Huh. The 100 Lou note is worth 23 U.S. cents. Cents? Cents. Oh, my God. <laughs> really? 
It's pretty crappy currency. Beautifully, beautifully delivered. Thank you. Wow, they're also uh, promoting here on this bat the nice full color page uh, <laughs> advertisement here. Do we are these still around? New Incredibites. What took them so long? <laughs> Here's a great little snack the whole gang will love: Incredibites, wholesome granola and delicious taste in one little bite. Seems simple enough. So, what took them so long? These are crunchy bite-sized granola sandwiches in three lip-smacking flavors. Luscious chocolate, what? Tasty peanut butter and delightful vanilla cream. I'll tell you what. It's a pretty damn good-looking little bite there. We got to look it up. What took them so long? I don't think you can find Incredibites anymore. It didn't didn't last. This was from Betty Crocker, by the by the way. But like nice little sandwichy things, like tiny little fellas. Huh, sandwichy things. You know. You know what came up when I put Incredibites? What's that? Purina Beneful Incredibites dog yep. snags. <laughs> wow. Wow. Hmm. All right. Thanks, Steve. Oh, no way. I've got an ad. Wait. 1993. Are you ready for it? Oh, yes. Yeah. Here, Here we go. Kids will go to incredible lengths for the great taste of Incredibites. But what's even more incredible? They're made from wholesome granola with fillings of peanut butter, vanilla cream, or chocolate. Thanks, Mom! Oh, God. <laughs> incredible. Why does it sound like that was from, like, the 1940s? 30s. Yeah, exactly! <laughs> while, while Pa's away at war, <laughs> totally. maybe you need an incredible... I think the biggest takeaway from today's Reader's Digest segment is that in that moment... I just was quick trying to make a joke, but then it dawned on both of us. They really did name Reader's Digest to be read, knowing it would be read (laughs) on the crapper. Reader's Digest. Reader's Digest. Thank you. Meaning, you know what it means. Yeah. All right. We got to go. We'll come back when we return. All right. All right. We've had a lot of alien talk. This is not alien, but this is still getting some people pretty excited. There is a group of people that are about to go on a hunt for a mythical creature. And they've said, you know what? No, this is going to be the last time we do the hunt because we're going to figure out if this is real or not. Tell you what they're looking for. Hello, Donna here, a member of Spire Credit Union. You know what? Spire's got loans to borrow for any purpose, anything at all. Spire finances newer used vehicles, of course, and then they make the process really easy. They get those loans, um, loans. They get those loans done fast. You know what I'm saying? They've got low rates, guys, uh, so they could get you more car for your money. You do not have to finance through the dealer. In fact, Spire also offers extended warranty plans, and those have better coverage at a lower cost than the dealers. And Spire has an auto refinance guarantee where they guarantee to beat your non-Spire auto loan rate or they'll give you 50 bucks just like that. Ask a Spire rep for more information on that. Spire's been in the business, by the way, since the 1930s. They've got 22 branches in the metro in Minnesota. The newest location is in Golden Valley. Find more at myspire.com. Spire is insured by NCUA, an equal housing opportunity lender. Good day. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. 
Hey, boo. Hey, boo. We got the Zamboni with us as well. Hey, Bonk, Mike. Bonk. Yeah. Did you do something fun this weekend? It was a pretty fun weekend, yeah. <laughs> What'd you do? I was, uh, we had our wedding reception. Yay! Oh, yeah. We partied in a very elaborate fashion. It was a lot of fun. Good. Did you? Uh, a lot of family, a lot of friends. It was wonderful. Was it like a dress up? Yeah, kind of I was dressing, dressing up, yeah, for sure. Aww. DJ was going, the uh, were you cocktails were flowing. I was dancing the Love entire it. time. I'm a little sore. It's oh, really? I've danced for four straight hours in a while, so yeah. That's awesome. a little sore, but it was a great time. Congratulations. Oh, really Thank that's you so, amazing. so much. Appreciate it. Um, yeah. Can we do the grammar police for a second? Ooh. Since um, we just brought it back Did you see the response on Friday. that I sent that person? I said, thank you, grammar police. Oh, no, okay. Yeah, Wonderful. whoop, 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 It's the grammar police. Whoop, whoop. Use proper grammar, please. Uh, they have pulled a, pulled Zamboni over here. Ooh. Pulled it. <laughs> they pulled it. They pulled Zamboni over here. Um, Lyme disease, not Lyme's oh, disease. Thank you. We all learn that together now. Thank you very much. That now is that is one of those things where you're like, did I say that right? Is there supposed to be an S? I think I said it twice, actually, because I believe mm. I screwed up midway through with Lyme disease. Okay. Lyme disease. Huh. I wonder why. Why mm. is it called Lyme disease? Huh. Mm. Huh. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh. That's, oh, ugh. Transmitted to humans through the bite of infected black-legged ticks. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I got this email, too. Uh, <laughs> we got to look this up. I hope this is appropriate. Somebody emailed this morning at 8.08. It says, Steve, Steve, watch this and tell me I'm wrong. Fisk on Netflix. Donna, if she were an Australian lawyer. (laughs) I'm interested. (laughs) All right. Hold up now. Oh, I wonder what this Fisk person is like on this Australian lawyer show. I just want to see what this person looks like. Kitty Flanagan is the one who stars. Okay, okay, Kitty Flanagan, everybody. Um, let's see here. She must be pretty awesome, right? Uh, yeah, Donna, <laughs> yes. Um, okay, it must be an attitude thing. It's an Australian it's not a legal comedy. Um, okay. This is great. We'll have, to, we'll have to look this up. It's going on the list right now. All right. Fisk, Fisk. on Netflix. It's Donna as an Australian lawyer <laughs> is what we're being told. That's nice and obscure. Okay. Love that. Came across this on TMZ.com last night. On what? I misread that. TMZ. Ah. (laughs) Headline reads, Loch Ness Monster, largest search in years, set to begin. Help us find this big SOB. (laughs) The Loch Ness Monster's days of hiding might soon be over. Because a group of enthusiasts say that they are ready to find the elusive beast once and for all, but they need a hand. The Loch Ness Center in Drumnadrochik. <laughs> whoop, whoop. It's the grammar police. Use proper grammar, please. Drumnadrochik. D R U M N A D R O C H I T. I just should have said the Loch Ness Center mm-hmm. is teaming up with a volunteer research group called Loch Ness Exploration. Together, they're organizing what they call a massive effort to legitimately track down the mythical creature that is the Loch Ness Monster. It might sound a little crazy, they write, but these folks are legit. 
planning to scour the massive body of water for Nessie, which has been described as a long-necked dinosaur that supposedly still exists, with reported sightings dating back decades from people claiming to have seen it. Now, in this latest search, the biggest one since the early 70s, according to the Loch Ness Center, the two groups are said to be trotting out a lot of state-of-the-art equipment to conduct their work. So they're like, look, there's all this wonderful equipment now to see things underwater. Let's really use it all together at the same time. That includes thermal drones, Mm. infrared cameras, and a hydrophone, among other devices, which will be used over the course of two days between August 26th and 27th. Now, they're also inviting fellow, quote-unquote, monster hunters to join in on the extremely serious expedition. Any normal people that want to get on uh, get in on this will apparently be stationed at various land posts and given instructions on how to use the gear, what to look for, and how to document any sightings. And yes, for an extra fee, tourists can also book boat trips during this weekend as well for a chance to listen to sonar sounds in the actual lock as the search is underway. But they say we've got all this killer tech. Let's put it under at the same time. Let's cover a, a lot of space all at the same time and see if we can get it. Donna, click on the link. Okay. Scroll down in that TMZ article. Please hold. Okay. And uh, if you scroll down. Ah, that's scary. Okay, but okay. Now that's a fake one that you're looking at. Okay. So scroll down. Then there's a shadowy one from 1934. You see that image? Yes, I do. Scroll down again. It's a drawing. Now go to the next one. Dated September 25th, 2021. There's the, 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 the yeah. shadow there that they have. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that looks real. And then underneath it, describe the thing that appears to be under the surface of the water. Well, uh, it's got a real long tail. Or neck. Oh, that could be... Uh, it seems to have a couple of little fins. It's very dinosaur-looking. Could be a shark, but why would a shark be in those waters? And why would a shark look like that? Yeah. Okay, all right. So... All right. I just, I, I like it. Remember when they said we were going to uh, storm Area 51? Yeah, yeah. I like that. The group effort of like, all right, somebody just get us some answers. Yeah, I Now agree. let's just find out. Okay. Is he there or not? Let's get enough people in it all the, all at the same time, all using really HD underwater cameras. How? What's your take on Bigfoot? Um, Not a believer in Bigfoot, but I'm holding out some hope for Loch Ness. Okay. Nessie, as it were. All right. That'd be fun. If they were like, look, this thing was left over from a previous generation, a previous era on Earth. That could be. I mean, have you ever seen some of the fish that they find real, real deep, deep down? Like, there's some real funny looking creatures. Makes me believe in God. I have this question. Okay. So the dinosaurs died due to an asteroid, right? If that's that's one of the prevailing beliefs. I know there are sure. competing beliefs, but okay. What? However, dinosaurs went away. How did it, how did anything else survive? Great question. Why? Do and we, how How did so many things survive? I don't know. I don't know. But I also look at things like rhinoceroses. They look very dinosaur-like. Elephants. Yeah. Iguanas. Yeah. Turtles, uh-huh. lizards, very dinosaurish. Your heels, even at certain points of the year. Just the scaly. Right. Not, not right. yours, the hours, everyone's.
Doesn't matter. I'm hungry. I need sausage or something. Sausage? <laughs> so random. I need sausage or something. I gotta eat some. I'm gonna run down to the cafeteria and All get right. something during the break. Great. I gotta go. I'm All right. Mike Bye. is gonna have a dirt alert when we come right back on my talk.